The twenty-first short story, Vision at King's Rock. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Revelation four eleven. And all at once, the beach jolts into focus. The noisome seagulls jump up from their perch along the dock. A large boulder is visible on the other side of the bristling water. It is donned with a crown of seaweed and broken eggshells. The affectionate name given to it by the people is King's Rock, despite its official name being something in Latin. I smile to myself furtively. The beach is nearly deserted by now. A lull among the waves, a gorgeous whisper to me from sepulchral Neptune, steady as she goes. My life is far from perfect, and yet God has given me this—a beautiful moment frozen in time. There lies the glowing rock, like Gatsby's lantern at the end of my tunneled vision. It is something I do not deserve. It is something I did not create. It just happened upon me. Like a cold blue virus, like other awestruck men before me, I have to swallow everything and accept it. Be grateful, as it stands. Winston is dead, nodded off in his sleep. So the folks in the pub tell me. I did not pray for Winston to die. I had wished for it, but I had not prayed for it. By my honor, I had only seen him two days before. Upturned nose, eyes lit with inspiration and rosy fantasies. Pork pie hat wet from the rain. How's the business, Jameson? You know very well how it is, you walrus. And yet, must I reply to him in all gentility? The shop is fine, Winston, just fine. And yours? And Lord, how he would launch into his successes, spell out for me in every language the profitability of his investments. Regal me in great detail every positive step his own business had taken, and after a good deal of time had passed and my beard had grown long, I would eventually find the courage to check my wristwatch and say, "I've got to run, Winston. Glad to bump into you." All my best, Jameson," he would cry, even after I had turned and walked away to my miserable little shop. All my best. He would say it with relish every time we parted. It was ingrained in our conversation like a stitch in a blanket. It was the "God bless you" to a sneeze. It was incumbent upon us that it was spoken, or else bad luck would fall on us both. I gaze upon the king, that majestic figurehead. I witness, like the disciples, the revelation beneath the crown of laurels. Winston's blood spattered upon the rock, the enormous body crumpled up like notebook paper on the sand. Winston's body was down in the morgue, to be sure. He was hiding in one of those little refrigerator boxes, the white chocolate hallway that houses all the morsels. But I was seeing pictures of him all over the place today, so why should I be surprised? That I also said hello to him at King's Rock.
All my best, I thought grimly. All my best and all my best, I said out loud with no one to hear me. All my best to you, Winston, my dearie. I had not the chance to speak to his wife, Rose. In mourning, to be sure, with the black lace curtain thrown over her wrinkled skin, her unibrow furrowed and blank eyes cast downward. And the children would be in mourning as well, I'd imagine, their little toys and trinkets littering the floor in a frenzy and begging to be played with. But there they would be lying in bed, the mother and her two boys fighting like the devil to go to sleep at seven o'clock in the evening. And here I am on the beach in all my tatters and with all my thoughts. I am wallowing away as a drowned sapling, experiencing the dual feelings of joy and guilt for feeling this joy. One was meant to feel joy at inherently beautiful things like marriage or festivals. One was not meant to feel joy over a death like this. Shape up, Jameson. I told myself sternly. I could have slapped my face at that moment if I had wanted to. I meant to shape up, too. You weren't brought up this way. Mourn him like he was cast in God's image. A child of God. Wouldn't that be what Mum would tell you now? Can Christ on the cross forgive an evil wish? Surely we are never too far gone, the lot of us the thieves at Golgotha and all that. True, mum, true. It seems to me as if the green halo around that stone grows wider and more verdant every time I look upon it. And should it be strange that I now see mum herself by the king's rock, clad in robes and tassels? She waves to me, but I do not wave back. She cries out to me, but I do not hear she tries in vain to grasp my hands, but I am too far from her reach. There is water between the two of us. A wooden cross dangles from her neck, and I can see the anguish on Christ's little face. We are all but thieves in this life. Too true. We are all cast down in this life at one point or another. Too true. One thief in hell and the other in heaven. Now, isn't that right? Is it too late to pick which place I go to? I wonder, Mum. She disappears along with the blood splatter on the rock, and I am left staring at the wreath with nothing but dirty water and the seagulls surrounding me. Man awoke from a deep revelation. The book of John and all that. <laughs>